Okay, we're getting ready. Hey, good morning, everybody. Nikki Burnett here with Taste Life Nutrition Radio. Uh, we are streaming live here on KUHS Denver. Dot com. So check us out. You can also check us out on my Facebook page. We're here today with just a really cool group of women entrepreneurs who have de- developed this magazine, um, an online magazine. It's also in print called Medita. And I love so much about this, and I love the fact that these women are amazing entrepreneurs doing so many things in this world, you know, really out there doing good. Um, so want to introduce each of them here in just a minute, but want to tell you first, let's talk a little bit about what Taste Life Nutrition Radio is about. If you don't already know, we're here to bring you the best information that we possibly can. We want to have fun, but we want to bring you truth and science. We want to, we want to take away so much of the confusion and the misinformation and all of the, the madness that's out there. So every, you can understand, you know, kind of clear through the clutter and learn that you are individual, you are unique, you are beautiful, and you are not like everybody else. And so, you know, finding what's good for you is more important than finding what's good for everybody else in the world because it doesn't mean it works for everybody. And so we want to bring you the best that we can. We want to have fun. We want to talk about dogs. We want to bring you, you know, amazing entrepreneurs who are doing good in the world, which we're doing today. Um, okay, so let's move on to uh, a little bit of gratitude. So we have, first, we have Stephanie Krupsack. Stephanie, am I saying that correctly, your last name? Oh, yeah, Krupsack. Krupsack. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Um, and we have Emily Porter and Bethany Lotto. And so before we get into who each of you are and what you do and kind of what brought you here, um, I really want to know what it is that you're grateful for today or this week or whatever whatever you're grateful for um i guess i'll start i would say these ladies i think that um you know like how we met in yoga training and then bethany and um emily had been friends uh old co-workers before so i think just grateful for this team that we formed that we kind of rally together and we keep brainstorming ways to improve and can help the community awesome uh emily you want to go next yeah yeah, I think um, especially today, I'm think grateful for kindness. I think especially in this year, I've just been seeing so many kind things. I mean, even going to the post office yesterday, everyone is just like super kind and wanting to like connect. And it, it's just, it says a lot, especially with like everything happening this year. So it, it inspires me that everyone, there's still kindness out in the world. <laughs> That's a really good point. Thank you. Um, Bethany? Yeah, I am definitely grateful for just all of the people that are in my life and just in the lives of us ladies as Medita as well. So each other, all of our amazing supporters, whether it be the people who support by buying or support just by collaborating with us um, and for family as well. So family and friends and yeah, both of personally and business. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. I would say for myself, I'm a summer girl, but I love the Christmas season. Um, I love the Christmas season as a Christian for, you know, you know, the birth of Christ and, and all of the beautiful things that come around it. And I just love it and I take it in and I, I you know, I, I do as much of the, the, the sort of the traditional things as we can when it comes to food and decorations and the music and all of the fun stuff. And 
really just grateful for this season, but sometimes I wish it was in July instead of December. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm a warm weather girl. But um, yeah, I love this time of year. I love the ability. Um, well, usually we're getting together with family. Now it's going to be much more of a, you know, sort of our closer family as opposed to the extended family, which makes me sad too. Um, but, uh, you know, I just, it just warms me this time of year. I just, it just makes me really happy. So, um, that is what I am grateful for today. Well, and really, I guess all year long, to be honest with you. Um, so let's move on. Let's move on to, um, what each of you, you know, kind of a, a, a little quickie on where you came from, what brought you here, what motivates you, what gets you excited. Um, and you know, then a little bit about Moodita Magazine. Um, and maybe, Stephanie, you're up there first. Maybe, Stephanie, if you want to go first. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, Emily and I started yoga training um, last year. So, gosh, it's been, it'll be a year in January that we graduated. So, we Ooh. just really clicked and we had kind of a desire to do more. So, like, we're learning about, you know, yoga as a physical practice to be instructors, but then also the the mental aspect of it too, that it's a kind of like a lifestyle. It's not just the physical act. And um, in the process, we're learning these Sanskrit terms and we're like, we need to do something more. And we're like, let's let's do a magazine. Let's try, let's try this out. And looking at our study of Sanskrit, we're like, if we chose a word to kind of honor that. Um, so mudita means caring about the well-being of others more than yourself. So we just thought that was very fitting as, you know, a name for this publication and to kind of honor how we met. Um, yeah, so it's kind of a little bit of background. I love that. I love Mudita. I just think that that's amazing. Um, Emily? Yeah, um, just um, speaking off what uh, Stephanie said. So, I mean, I, I come from a background of I'm a photographer. Um, I work in the film industry as well as the publishing industry, and yoga has always been interwoven into my life. And um, obviously, we all have our little niches. Um, my background with art and yoga, um, Stephanie with uh, yoga and health, and then Bethany with mental health. So we all kind of um, came together and decided that we have the same path and goal, which created Mudita. And at the center, Mudita is giving back to the community as much as we can and um, finding organizations that help the community and kind of bringing them to the forefront as well as um, instructors through moving with Mudita, which is our yoga program. So doing everything we can, I mean, just from from my past in different industries and seeing like how we can help um, different organizations and um, my love of yoga has really um, brought us like with Mudita has brought everything together and it, it's exciting to see where everything is leading to. So it's um, ever growing and uh, we're very excited to see what the next year takes us. Awesome. Thank you. Bethany. Yeah. So as, men, as Emily mentioned, I have a mental health background. I'm a mental health counselor. Um, and so Emily and I have, when did we meet Emily? Like eight, nine years ago now, something, something oh, like yeah. that. Um, so we met, we were coworkers and had always talked about starting a business of some sort, brainstorming ideas. So um, it was kind of coincidental, the universe coming together and her and I started, or I was having some ideas right as she was talking to Stephanie as well about Medita. And so it just was a natural fit for all of us to come together. 
Um, but yeah, my background, I um, background in mental health, absolutely love the holistic mind-body connection. That's really the work I do with my clients. Um, so it was a natural fit to include all of these other areas of wellness, you know, beyond the emotional and mental side of things. Um, so the physical wellness, the eco wellness, um, all of what Mudita really encompasses. Um, so yeah, we have absolutely amazing partners that um, that have really come come from all of these different areas as well. So it's bringing all of it together in one resource and one, yeah, one package for people. So you have the three of you, but then with your your magazine and your 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 outreach and all the things that you're doing, you have partners who are there to to help push the magazine forward. Essentially, I mean, it's obviously good for you, and it's a it's a you know good for them. Is it that's correct? Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah, we have we have a number of partners um, throughout Milwaukee, especially and elsewhere, who. Um, either we've done events with or bundles, we've promoted each other. Um, we have, we're in, I want to say like six or seven different shops throughout Milwaukee as well. They have our magazine and sell it. And um, so it's just, uh, that's part of, that's a huge part of what Medita is, just really making those connections um, and building those relationships with other wellness practitioners and professionals or people who really care about wellness um, in the community as well. Very good. So, just for a little bit of background, um, I met Stephanie, I don't know, it's been a couple of years now, um, and it's really, we we met in person, but really, mostly, really, it's interesting, mostly communicated via Facebook, and, um, you know, Stephanie's done a bunch of travel, as probably all of you have, um, but then watching, you know, where she's been, and then, you know, bringing this magazine to fruition, and if, my, if I'm clear, this is something that, that your goal is to make it, my assumption is national, yes? Right. International? Yeah. Is that, is that a, could that be a thing? Yes. <laughs> so we, we do ship our magazine globally now. Okay. Um, obviously, we, we started Mudita like right when COVID happened. So originally, the, the goal was uh, to travel and create stories and uh, collect stories and, about wellness that way. But obviously, with COVID, um, we've had to adapt. But hopefully, when everything is safe, that will um, come into fruition as well. So currently, we are looking for stockists globally, but um, more more global information within the magazine okay. as uh, time goes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I get it. That's the, that kind of will take us into, I think, our, our next section. But um, we've all had to adapt. Um, mm -hmm. And I think, you know, a lot of us are, are maybe a little bit tired of talking about COVID. I know I'm tired of talking about COVID. But the other thing that I understand and why I think that, that this is such a great conversation and what they're doing is so great is because and, and Bethany, really, you're going to have better stats on this than, than I am. But, you know, with all of this and with the distancing and, you know, we know that mental and emotional health is tanking. Physical health is tanking. And this is creating, you know, a huge problem for our society as a whole. And this is, you know, this is a global issue. And it's not just the issue of getting sick from COVID. It's the issue of all of the other things that are coming up due to these mandates and the, these things that are happening. And so um, I want to get into a little bit of, you know, 
talk to each of you a little bit and, you know, let you all jump into when you want to um, about, you know, kind of the mind, body, health and things that you're doing uh, to, to cope and how you're helping others. Um, but first, I need to talk real quick about one of our sponsors, Rightful, who is an amazing company. I don't know if you ladies have heard of Rightful. They are uh, fairly new to the market. You, Emily, you have? We, we Yes, we, we've done some uh, research. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Good. Yeah, they're a great company. So they are a pain management it's a pain management supplement. Now they're starting to, you know, expand, you know, their their line a little bit. But um, they're all natural. You know, they've got eight plant based, you know, nutrients in them that that are that work so well for managing chronic pain that they're selling it in, or you know, they they have stock in chronic in, in pain management clinics, which is amazing. And this is one of the things that I that I love because right now there's such a a disconnect between, um, you know, allopathic medicine, which is your, you know, your everyday, not your every, your sort of your Western medicine doctor, and then functional medicine, and then of course functional med- functional nutrition, which is what I do. Um, and you know, when we have the the coming together of these two worlds, when both of them are so important to 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 who we are and to our daily life, and 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 you know, helping us in our health. Um, you know, I, I love that. I love to see that we have uh, allopathic medicine really grabbing on to what's good about functional medicine um, and natural health, really, because that's what this is. So they have a morning's product and an evening product, and one kind of wakes you up and gets you focused, which is what I love. And the evening product um, kind of slows you down and helps with sleep. And uh, for me personally, it's really helped with my focus, and I appreciate that And because Sometimes it's an issue for me. <laughs> I'll be super honest about that. So you can go to uh, rightful.com and put in the code TLN20, and it's TLN as in Taste Life Nutrition 20, um, and you can get your discount. And it's a really good discount, so I would give it a try. Um, get the full month supply. It might take a month. It might take, long, take longer for some people, but it will it will work, and it's, it's really just a beautiful supplement. So... Um, Let's get into, let's dig into, you know, kind of the mind body, you know, the physical, the mental, the emotional, all of those things that go into this, I hate to say this, I really hate to say this new world and our new normal. I actually never say our new normal because it really frustrates the hell out of me, actually. Um, (laughs) But, you know, we are in a different place than we were just a year ago. And, um, you know, I, I think first I'm curious you know, what it is, what are the techniques that, that each of you use kind of to, to cope for yourself? And then when you're working and helping other people, what do you do to help pe- other people cope? Oh, I'm on the screen, so I'll go first. Okay, great. I'm sorry. I probably <laughs> well, should um, say names. but <laughs> For myself to cope, I, th- I mean, yoga is a very big part of my life and meditation. Um so making sure I'm doing that weekly, uh, as well as um, I do read a chapter of a book every morning before working and then every night before going to bed. Creating those rituals really create um, movement within my body as well as taking care of my mind. And that's something we do with Mudita as well, is bringing moving with Mudita to um, our, our readers and um, followers to, to bring movement into the body because like, as you said, in this like new normal, 
we can kind of become stagnant. So creating those rituals and creating that um, access to classes um, is our way of helping people cope and making sure that they have our, our classes are donation based. So if you can't afford it during the pandemic, you can still have that class and still have that movement with the body. So you can have, I mean, the mind and body are very much connected as I'm sure um, Bethany will get into, but to move through a yoga sequence can really help the mind and the body with uh, the stress that we're all experiencing right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a really good point. And one of the things that, that we don't hear much, I think in mainstream media or mainstream medicine is, is that mind body connection and, you know, and what it is that we should do besides, you know, this wearing the mask and this distancing, you know, this, this is, this isn't, it's like covering up the symptom is what I see it as, is instead of going after the root cause. And that's not what we're doing. The root cause of this in a lot of, in, in, in many, many cases is uh, it's lifestyle. And it's, it's all the things, it's the high stress life we live. It's the, it's the, the, you know, the, the microbiome being out of, out of, out of balance. It's, you know, not eating well, it's not exercising enough. It's not praying or meditating enough. It's, it's, being just way out of balance, increase it, you know, which is, and also that's nutrient deficiencies, you know, um, and those are the things that make us more susceptible either to getting sick, whatever the sick is and how sick we get. Um, mm -hmm. so I, you know, that's, you know, a huge part also, you know, what this show, what I, and anybody I bring on, what we try to talk about is let's get to the bottom. Let's get to the root cause of what's going on. Let's talk about it. And let's start to change what we're doing in our own lives, each person individually. We don't have to worry about anybody else. I worry about what I do to me and mm -hmm. for me and then for my family, right? Because I, I take care of me, then I can take care of my family because I'm well, then they're well, and that spreads out into the community. And those are the things that we need to start focusing on and not focusing on what everybody else is doing. I need to be exactly. healthy. Yeah, exactly. And that's, I mean, that's the kind of what Mudita embodies as well yeah. is the yogi lifestyle and how we try to give like advice on like different rituals that you can do or like different mental health things that you can kind of practice. So that a yogi lifestyle and making sure that you're taking care of yourself in every capacity is very important to us. Right. Very good. Thanks, Emily. Uh, Bethany, you want to go next? Yeah, yeah, kind of uh, piggybacking off of what Emily did say. Um, for me, movement, I um, I do really enjoy the yoga, um, but I really try and make sure that I get out for walks. I love mm -hmm. spending time out in nature, going for walks, even if it is just around my neighborhood that's more city than nature. Um, it's just nice to get out in the fresh air and um, with the trees and whatnot. So that's one thing that... Um, has really been beneficial anytime, but especially during COVID when we're more cooped up inside and in the house. Um, and then meditation has been huge for me as well and breathing practices. Mm -hmm. um, that's been something that I've been trying to incorporate more and more. Um, and again, it's always a good practice to have, not just during COVID, but it's especially with, um, with anxiety and depression and all of the things that are being heightened during this COVID time. Um, it's just important to make sure that we're doing all of those things as well. 
Um, and one thing that I really have been working with clients and um, working through Medita as well of just make, helping people be more mindful. So incorporating more mindful practices and grounding practices, which can really help when feeling overwhelmed with things. Um, so one of my go-tos is the five senses. Like what are five things that you can see right now? What are four things you can hear? Three things that you can um, feel two things you can smell and one thing you can taste. I always get those mixed up, so I had to look at my paper. <laughs> yeah, I always have to um, look at my notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's a really good one too, just when the anxiety is getting really high, the stress, the overwhelm, um, a really great coping, go-to coping skill. Okay, so what are you seeing, Bethany, as far as in, in practice or even just with friends and family, you know, this, the, the emotional stress that it puts on people. What, what is it that you're seeing? Yeah, I have. So a lot of my clients have, are, have experienced traumas of some sort, whether that be big T's of like extreme traumas. So sexual abuse, physical abuse, um, you know, like those big things that we think of as trauma. Um, or it's small T's. So I'm a believer that everyone has experienced trauma on some level. And that might just be like a shaming experience that has made a very lasting impact over the years. Um, so I work with a lot of clients who like, through these experiences, past experiences, but that also then manifests itself in them as anxiety, as depression, as panic. Um, those are really the big ones. And I've experienced all of those in my past as well. So I've been noticing that it's people already have are experiencing that. And then with COVID, it's heightened even more mm-hmm. hands down. Mm-hmm. So um, whether it be because they're separated from their families and aren't able to see their family as much, or they're just cooped up in the house because they're working from home and don't have anywhere else to go. Um, even if they're other, I have some who all of their other family members can go to work and they're like, I'm the only one and I'm always in the house. Um, so all of those things just reinforce what's already been present in them. Yeah. And it's been making it a lot, obviously a lot more difficult this year. Will you do me a favor? Um, the, the, the five senses that you went through. Do you mind um, going through those again for anybody? Because what I, I I'm I'm quite certain that you know we reach a lot of people um, that people wanted to write that down, um, and I hope yep. that I hope that people want to write it down and will write it down because I think that it's one of those things. Um, and maybe explain you know what it does uh, for those who might mm-hmm. need it right now or might need it tomorrow or need to give it to somebody um, because you know it, w- whatever we can do to kind of ground to breathe, to get out of that, that heightened, you know, place that whether it's anxiety mm-hmm. or fear or whatever it is, whatever it is that we can do, bringing as many tools to people as we can, even if they're simple, I think sometimes the simplest may be the most beneficial and the most effective. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you don't mind doing that again, that would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. So again, it's really great tool for grounding for when you're feeling stressed or overwhelmed and need to kind of Ground yourself in the present moment and in your current surroundings. Um, I also have done this work with clients who have experienced traumas and deal with flashbacks um, or dissociation, which is kind of being disconnected from the body in the present moment. 
Um, so the first one is what are five things that you can see? So looking around you and noticing, I mean, obviously there's going to be a lot more than five things, but really taking note and even if it's saying them aloud or in your head of the five things you can see, then what are four things that you can hear? Um, so whether that be, you know, it can be simple as like the traffic outside. If you're living in the city, it could be the birds chirping. It could be like the hum of your heater or whatnot. So what are four things that you can hear? Three things that you can feel, the temperature, like the um, fabric of your clothing um, are different things that you can feel. Two things that you can smell. So that this is where it gets kind of fun and tricky. You gotta really take, be mindful and take note. What are two things that you can smell? Um, and then one thing that you can taste um, and really getting down to like, being very mindful, what what is it that I can taste? For me, if I were doing it right now, it's like, okay, I still have some of that coffee taste left over in my mouth from the last sip I took, right? So yeah, it's a really great tool that I use and I've shared with so many people. Awesome, perfect, thank you. Um, Stephanie. Yeah, so I guess some of uh, my practices for self-care is um, cold water kayaking. I'm going this weekend actually in cold Wisconsin. So um, I picked up painting again. I'm working on a children's book um, with healthy recipes for families and kids. And for Mudita too, we have a whole section of healthy recipes. So recipe creation has always been really huge and something that I've done. It's very calming for me, throw on some jazz music. Um, another part too, kind of what you mentioned before is that, you know, you're sick of talking about COVID and kind of being, you know, like in quarantine, a lot of places are shut down. A lot of people are not meeting up anymore. <clears throat> you kind of start to feel disconnected from everybody. So I started a couple book clubs with several different friends and it's been really um, kind of like a form of therapy, right? So you can like all read the same chapters together. You meet maybe once a month, you talk about it, kind of get into a deeper discussion kind of analyze what the reader is trying to portray. So we're like, why don't we bring this to Mudita? So we started Mind Your Books with Mudita. So we're starting with Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Um, and we're starting that um, right after Christmas. So yeah, so it's kind of like a fun thing that we're like, how can we kind of think beyond ourselves and how can we give back? And we thought this would be another good means to do so. And then also, we have committed for Mujita to give back to a charity every quarter. So we're working with Canned Water for Kids, which is this really great organization where they do fresh water projects around the world and they have an eco recyclable product. Um, so kind of like another facet of Mujita is not just your personal wellness, but also the environment. So kind of being more mindful every day of, you know, maybe I'm gonna bring my reusable tote or I'm gonna do this or that, just like small steps. So that has been kind of like another tip to to kind of think beyond yourself during COVID. Um, it's kind of like a form of healing to help others. Um, yeah, so that's kind of also a portion of what we're doing to give back. And then even like every time we have our meeting, we're like, you know, what more can we do? So we kind of want to do more actual hands-on volunteering, maybe when, you know, things are different next year, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, no Those kidding. Are things. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's a good lead into food. One of my favorite topics, because I love food. Um, so just for for those who, who don't know, you know, functional nutrition is it's really about the whole person. Um, and that's why I love what Mudita is doing is because it's about the whole person. That's when I bring people in. We really want to talk about the whole person because we are not, you know, one 
single piece and part, you know, we are connected, you know, internally to every piece of us as we are connected, even though these ladies are so far away, there's the connection and I'm connected to Henry, our, our, you know, station owner. And there's a connection. We're connected to our environment and animals. And I think it's important to respect that. Um, and then when we take in food, food, and if you've not heard this, I'm going to say it again, because it's one of my favorite things to say, because it's true. We, we look at food as, um, well, some of us look at it as fun, which is how I look at it, but some of us look at it as the enemy. Some of us look at it like it doesn't matter at all, and some of us just don't really care one way or the other. Um, some of us have a great relationship with it, and some of us have a little bit of a not-so-great relationship with it. But taking it back to the understanding of what food actually is, it's a language. And that's what we really need to understand about food is that when we take it in, it is literally communicating with our cells and our DNA. And so when we're taking in good, healthy food, there's a good, clean line of communication to our DNA and our cells. And it knows what to do. Our body's like, okay, I got this. Got, I got it going. Um, but then if we're eating, you know, foods that are full of pesticides and herbicides or they're full of preservatives or maybe they're, they're not even food. There are a lot of fast food restaurants out there that I really would not consider food at all. You know, and so what happens is that that communication is broken and the body starts to become confused and then it starts to send out signals. And those signals can be anything from pain, brain fog, fatigue, disease, chronic disease, heart disease, um, you know, all, you know, gut pain, all of these things that our society deals with on a regular basis all the time and it's getting worse and worse and worse. Um, and this includes, uh, you know, mental and emotional health. You know, if we aren't able to focus well, if we're not able to, if we have this constant anxiety, if, you know, all of these things, food is a huge part of it, but then so is rest and, and, uh, uh, you know, stress, you know, getting rid of stress and all of these, you know, working at a job you love and your relationships and your spouse and your kids and all of these things, you know, there is a balance and it's so important to understand that all of these things are very, very important. But in water, I can't not say water, but really taking to heart that food is a language and it's how your body knows what to do, which is, you know, when I, you know, started nutrition school, however many years ago, that's what sort of flipped my world into a new direction it was, you know, I knew how important it was, but that just helped me see food in a very different way. So my hope is, you know, next time you look at, you know, will I go to McDonald's or will I go home and, you know, have good healthy food for my refrigerator? You know, maybe you think about it again. And sometimes you're going to choose a McDonald's and that's, you know, that's, that's fine. That's what some people do and, and that's okay. Uh, but maybe if you more times than not will choose the healthier choice, knowing that your body will function with what you put into it. Um, I, you know, again, I just, it, to me, it just, my mind exploded a little bit. So um, I want to, I want to talk about food because food is fun and it's amazing. And so Stephanie, that's a lot of what you do is, like you said, the recipe creation and the food. And, and so, and you've done a lot of travel to learn about food. So let's talk about, you know, all of that, <laughs> any of that. <laughs> 
yeah, it's like when you like travel, you, you learn about these spices you never heard of before, these really great dishes. So I guess, um, so right when we met, um, gosh, it was, I think five years ago now about Probably. in Denver, I kind of started this journey of going kind of plant-based. I had these food allergies to, um, you know, random fruits and vegetables, but also chemicals like fake dyes, things like that. So becoming really conscious about that, I started really experimenting even more about, you know, beyond my food blogging days. So um, learning about, you know, how it affects the body, how it can affect your behaviors, your movement, all of that's all connected to your gut health, right? So it's just really interesting. Um, and then in Denver too, kind of being in the CBD world, how that affects your body, your endocannabinoid system, which is kind of regulates everything. Um, so kind of like your, your daily vitamin, like are you at your natural levels of everything? So really learning about that and all these great superfoods too. So I know the girls will probably laugh at me. My my latest kick is rose hip powder. Oh. I put in guacamole and everything and it's so amazing. It's like a little burst of citrus flavor. So I love yeah, that. So <laughs> That's so fun. Um, so what are you, what are your favorite, you know, okay, so I guess a couple of questions. What are your favorite foods uh, when it comes to, like, maybe if the superfoods? Because there are they're the superfood fads, right? But they're really yeah. foods, particularly vegetables, fruits, herbs. I think a lot of them truly are superfoods. Um, mm-hmm. And so when you work with people um, when it comes to food or you're teaching people, uh, you know, what are the things that you like to teach people? I think um, kind of prepping your routine and learning how to sneak in these superfoods into what you're already doing. Because I think, you know, with, you know, different diets and foods and stuff, if it is like a huge, um, you know, undertaking, you're probably not going to do it, right? So like something easy, like your morning coffee, there's so many things you can add to it. So one thing I love to do, like I'll add in some CBD, I'll add in, you know, if I want like more of like a latte maca root which is great Mm -hmm. for hormones um Mm -hmm. raw cacao powder instead of cocoa so a lot of calcium in that antioxidants and then i like to use you know like an organic um, mint extracts you kind of have this mint mocha is really great you can even add in a little bit of like plant-based collagen too so that's something you can really just kind of whip up and put into your coffee so something that's already in your routine Um, another thing too like i've done wellness workshops is have kind of like an assembly line like if you to make salads easy so have like your sunflower seeds your pepitas in glass jars in your refrigerator your hemp seeds maybe mix up a couple different dressings um there's some really good companies that have these organic superfood blends that you can basically mix into your um your homemade um, dressing recipe things like that just to add in these little boosts here and there. And also learning like what ingredients will kind of compensate for, like spirulina has a very strong flavor. So things like that. Yeah. yeah. So real quick, something that I want to hit on because I think it's important because I have experience <laughs> with this um, is maca. I love maca, um, but it is for anybody who doesn't know, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting flavor. It's got a little bit of sweetness, sort of a chocolatey, sort of a nutty. Um, it's really delicious. So it also will increase estrogen and testosterone for both men and women. So it can be really good for those who need that increase in testosterone and estrogen. Um, it can increase sex drive. It can, you know, increase, you know, vitality and all of these things. But <laughs> you have to be really careful with it because you can't just go and take it every day 
and if you don't need it, it truly can affect your hormones and not necessarily in a good way. So, you know, maca is one of those things, if, if you take it therapeutically, know what you're doing. If you're taking it periodically just to have it as, a, as a, an added spice, good, do it. It's awesome. But knowing the strength of it, and it's like that with, with all herbs. All herbs are very strong. Um, and they can do good things, they can do bad things. And so just to think that they're from the ground and they're from the earth, and which they are, and they're amazing, and they are therapeutic, we have to be so careful because we don't know why we're taking something, especially therapeutic or every day. It can, it can be more than we bargained for. <laughs> so just be aware of that. Um, I love maca. And actually, I did my own hormone testing recently, and, and my estrogen and testosterone we're a little low and I'm just kind of at that age where my estrogen is going to start decreasing anyway. So I'm like, all right, maca, I'm bringing you back into my life. Um, so maca is good stuff. Just, just know that, um, with herbs and question that I have for you, cause it's something that I've not heard of is plant-based collagen. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. It basically has a similar effect. So it's kind of um, like, you know, if you have gravy and it turns cold, you put in your fridge, it gets that kind of like mm-hmm. interesting texture. Mm-hmm. It pretty much does the same thing. So it's kind of a nice supplement to add in. So, so yeah. what's it made yeah. from? Um, I think some of it is made from like seaweed sources. So it's okay. kind of a variety um, of ways that they can pull it from. I'm going to write that down. I have not seen that. I'll have to send you the, the brand I have. Yeah. <laughs> so. Very cool. Thanks for that. Um, okay. So what kind of foods do you see? And this might be a question for all of you. If you want to, if you want to jump in when it comes to food and your experiences, um, with yourselves or with people you work with, um, what kind of foods do you see affect mental and emotional health? Um, I guess both good and bad. Do y'all have experiences with that that you can share? Yeah, I guess, um, back to kind of like the fake dyes in food. Um, that's a huge, um, I have a problem with it. So, I mean, if you're not buying things that are organic, you have to really read labels. Like for example, uh, fake yellow dyes are in pickles a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can affect like ADHD and problems in children. So like I have some family members that I was trying to kind of teach that and say, you know, don't buy foods with this in for your kids because it's going to make them kind of act out a bit more. So it's not just like sugar alone that's going to make them hyper. It's these different chemicals that can affect them that way. So that's the experience I've had with that. Yeah, and I think that's a good point. You know, one of the, uh, there is this, what you call epidemic of ADD, ADHD, um, and asthma and allergies would be along the same lines. But, you know, we see that when our little, our kiddos, I mean, I don't have kiddos, but I know a lot of people who do, and they are, you know, not able to settle in school where these, these, these preservatives and these dyes and these things can be what's called excitatory. It's, they're literally neurotoxins. Um, and so they are a problem and, you know, we need to, we need to, before we go to the doctor and say, okay, we need these drugs to settle my kid down. So he'll learn, let's take a step back. Let's look at the food. Let's understand what, 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 what we're feeding because that's really what we need to do with, with everything. If we're, if there's something going on, take that step back, look at what, what you're eating, look at what your life's like, look at what your environment's like, all of these things that we keep talking about is going back to basics, understanding those things and, and doing your best to, to, to learn that piece of it or find somebody who can help you learn that piece of it. 
instead of immediately going to the drug because I know that it can be frustrating um, and you know whether it's for yourself as, a, as an adult or if it's for your 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 kiddo um, but that frustration I think will only be increased if you have to give the drug and I'm not saying that drugs are bad I'm not saying we should never do prescription pharmaceuticals because sometimes they are absolutely necessary but if we can work on these things with you know with 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 food with environment with all these other things before we going to the drugs I think that that's that's really really ideal and it's not that difficult especially if you find somebody who can help you through it um, okay so who's next I wanted to touch on drugs as well, um, specifically for mental health. And um, yeah, I take the same stance. Like I'm not outright against medications for um, for mental health issues or emotional health issues. Sometimes they are most certainly needed. Um, I really view them as a like stabilizer, like to work through some of that deeper thing, the yeah. deeper stuff underneath. Mm -hmm. Um, however, there's so many great herbs and food as medicine that can really help support that as well. I mean, that's one area that I'm slowly learning more, slowly growing is studying herbs and, um, and using a lot of that, like the herbal support and food as well to help support um, where maybe a medication um, to avoid actually starting a medication and supporting in other ways. Um, but one thing that definitely, especially as you were talking about with their herbs and um, to really, they're powerful, they're very powerful. And if you are taking some medications, um, to really make sure that you're checking and talking to someone because there can be a lot of um, contradictions between mm -hmm. um, different herbal supplements and medications um, for like a lot of antidepressants or anti-anxiety, um, but also just make sure that you're doing you're talking to people who know about those interactions and because um, you can do some damage as well if you're taking different medications and herbal supplements at the same time. So. Yeah, yeah, no, and that's a, that's a really, really good point. And that's when, in my mind, well, not in my mind, I just think, I think that the, the point is you don't experiment with the pharmaceuticals and then decide, okay, I'm going to go try this, not experiment. So you take the pharmaceuticals and then experiment with with herbs because there are some pretty significant, there's some really significant contraindications for for certain pharmaceuticals, whether it's for mental and emotional health or it's for um, anything else, there are contraindications and you need to know what those are. So whether, you know, that's when you wanna find somebody who knows what they're doing with those things and we'll check it out. So for me personally, anytime I know somebody's on any kind of drug, um, I, I fact check my my own work. So is this contraindicated for this drug? You know, are these herbs or these even vitamins, nutrients, are they contraindicated? You know, there are, even if it's not the herb itself, you know, some herbs and uh, some herbs and some drugs can, sl can slow down or upregulate detoxification. And then they can, you know, uh, then, you know, say you take one that upregulates up detoxification of your drug, that drug, its dosing will change. And so we have to be super aware of that stuff and just be very careful. Um, and yeah, go to somebody who knows. Don't just go and play with it because it can be a problem. But but maybe think about going to the herbs first. <laughs> mm -hmm. <Yeah. laughs> That's what I think. 
or yep. you know things Unless like it's a very extreme case yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely absolutely you know food and talking about food food absolutely can change our mental and emotional health um, gluten. So this is one of my favorite studies. Um, it's just a really quick one, but it was done back in the 50s. It was um, at a schizophrenic hospital. And the doctor, the team, decided they were going to take all gluten-containing products out of this hospital's plan, right, their, their meal plans. The schizophrenic events went through the floor. Like, it was amazing um, because gluten also affects the brain. It crosses the blood-brain barrier. And it can absolutely create inflammation and, and create, whether it's depression, anxiety, it can create gut pain, which can also create, you know, uh, neurological issues. It can create, you know, joint pain. It can do all kinds of stuff. So knowing these, knowing the food that you're eating and what the potential is that it can do for you, because there's still those who believe that gluten-free is a fad. And I think that there are multiple reasons why gluten can be a problem and it also very much depends on the person right so you have the wrong person with the wrong food then you have lots and lots of issues so lots of factors that go in there but finding somebody that can help you kind of decipher what is happening what's going on which is why i love lab testing i mean you know running labs on you know the body to understand how it's functioning right i'm a functional nutritionist that's how we know it's in part how we know what's happening to your body but a lot of this you know we can we we don't always have to do labs they help me a lot but you know i also very often will send my clients to therapists because you have to have that piece of it in order for the nutrition piece to take effect and vice versa so um I think that's all I want to say. Anything you want to add? <laughs> no, no, I think that's. I just keep good. going. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Emily, you want to jump in? Yeah. So, um, with food, especially a personal, my personal journey, my body is very sensitive. So I've been going, like, since my early twenties, kind of like I have to take out coffee, but I love the flavor, so I have to do decaf. Um, but I'm a very big advocate for kombucha. That's completely transformed my gut health. Mm. Um, as well as chia seeds to give me energy. And uh, like Bethany, I am studying herbalism as well. So like right now I'm doing like elderberry syrup, but again, that's something you don't wanna take every day. So it's, um, and then putting herbs into culinary as well. So it's definitely um, something to kind of listen. I mean, same with like, you know, the yogi lifestyle, like listening to the body, even when it comes to food, like when you try herbs, how are you feeling afterwards? Or, and kind of going from there, for every kind of food. So that's, yeah, that's uh, something that I um, experience quite a bit of. And I think it's important to just listen to the body no matter what you're putting into it. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, I love elderberry too, especially, you know, we hear a lot with COVID, you know, um, we should take elderberry or we shouldn't take elderberry. And I think that um, my understanding to date, just for everybody's knowledge, it is a great supplement. It's great for immune health. There's lots of data behind berry, which is like, wait, it's just a berry. How can that be? But, you know, we have so much amazing plant medicine. It's just, I just love it so much. It's, it's really cool stuff. But so with elderberry, if you are, especially with COVID, if you are really sick, do not take elderberry. I think that that's what they have determined to date. And that might've changed. It's been a little while since, you know, a month. I don't know. Everything keeps changing like month to month these days, but 
um, you know, it can create more of a problem. So take it, and if you still get sick, then maybe consider not taking it. Take things like vitamin D. Make sure you, everybody, please know where your vitamin D levels are. Get them checked. We got to know where your D levels are. If they're sitting at 30, that's not good enough. And that's what medicine will tell you is okay. 30 is fine. I want my clients sitting at 70. I want my autoimmune clients sitting at 100. So we need to have a robust vitamin D. You got to get it tested. Don't just take it just to take it. You got to know where it is. Um, and, you know, there in my clinic, in my clinic, my practice, I have um, what's called a blood spot. So it's just a finger prick and I send it in. And it can tell me what your D levels are. It's inexpensive, it's easy. And so those are things that understanding, again, where your body is and, and why your body's there, and then what you can do, what we all can do to, to bring that health and, 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 and optimize, that's what I'm trying to say, is you know, optimize our health so we can mitigate the symptoms or maybe entirely avoid it, because I know that that happens also. Um, did you want to add something? Were you about to say something, Emily? Oh, no. no. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, I got to take another quick break. Um, time is, is flying away as it always does. So, um, the other company who is a great sponsor of ours is Zymogen and we love Zymogen. Do y'all know Zymogen? No. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. Um, they are, they're a professional line and they are amazing at what they do. Um, you can only get them through practitioners. Um, I, if I haven't said it once, I've said it a million times, do not go through Amazon or eBay for your supplements. The data shows that they, I, they can be expired. They can be not the product that it's supposed to be. They've even seen sawdust. And so, you know, wood, well, it's natural. Why would sawdust be a problem? Well, think of all the things that goes on wood in order to keep a house up, to build a deck, all of these things. This is, this is crazy what people will do. And you want to make sure that when you're taking supplements, that you're taking supplements that are therapeutic, that are going to actually help you um, get the results that you need. And I, I can't in good conscience send any of my clients to Amazon or eBay and in fear that they could come back and go and, and say, well, I either didn't get any results or I'm worse. I mean, that doesn't help anybody, right? So understanding that good quality supplements are going to be the best for you and knowing what supplements you need. Um, so, you know, we waste so much money on supplements and I just think it's sad. I have clients who come to me with bags of supplements <laughs> and I'm like, this isn't really what you need or this isn't good or whatever it is because we all want, we're all trying to be better. We're all trying to feel better, but then we're just grabbing at things instead of being targeted. And that's what it's all about. I think for all of us um, is to be targeted and, and, and understand your body and what your body needs. And so um, Zymogen is one that I appreciate that they are data driven. They only put out the best of the best. Um, great, great company. So you can go to my website. Uh, there's a link on it. Um, actually, it's through Whole Scripts. So it should say Zymogen Whole Scripts. Um, you can click on that and you can put in the code radio five for a discount um, and see all of their amazing, amazing products that they have. But consider knowing what you need before you just going and order stuff. <laughs> I think that's important. Um, okay, so let's see. So I think a good way to maybe kind of end this, we still have, uh, I don't know, about, thir uh, no, yeah, seven minutes. Um, no, about five minutes, actually. 
So I think if each of you maybe kind of talk a little bit about what your plan is. What's your plan for next year? We know that COVID's still going to be there. We know um, that we still, that just because the year ends and begins, you know, stuff's still going to be hanging out there, which is really frustrating. I wish it would just end, but it's not. So what's your plan to make 21 amazing, successful, beautiful, all of the things that we want to do and, you know, to, to, to the follow through. Cause a lot of times we've got all the big ideas and there's not a lot of follow through and we just kind of end up in the same pattern. Um, and Emily, you're up. If you want to go, that would be perfect. Yeah. So with 2021, I think the biggest thing, uh, personally, as well as a company is staying positive and bringing like purposeful posts and articles to keep people positive and to, kind of um, guide everyone into a new year and uh, refresh, but really like keeping keeping into uh, oneself as well as um, the community. But um, with 2021, definitely um, bringing in more yoga and um, making sure that, I mean, maybe you wanna hop on a different hobby you've never tried and just exploring, right? Mm -hmm. So with 2020 has been such so impactful on all of our lives. And with the new year, obviously it's just another month, but it comes with a new mindset. And hopefully with that, we can kind of stay all together, keep a good community. We have no idea what's gonna happen in the next month, even to, to week um, time period. So uh, with 2021, just keeping positive and um, trying to group more followers into bringing, uh, joining Mudita and um, jumping on the yoga train. So yeah, just keeping. Awesome. Someone else go. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Emily. Um, uh, Stephanie? Yeah, so for the new year, um, I definitely want to focus on um, interviewing more amazing women such as yourself in my for my Women in Wellness podcast. I think that's so important just to keep sharing those stories. Um, and then with Mujita, too, yeah, we keep brainstorming how we can give back more. So again, yeah, sharing all the healthy recipes, um, movement, things like that. Then also really collaborating with other companies. Like there's these amazing businesses doing great things for the wellness and eco community to really highlight what they're doing. And hopefully we can do some in-person events, we're hoping. But yeah. again, maybe looking at creating a digital kind of conference where we can work with all these great companies and they can kind of present what they're doing um, to kind of share all of that. So those are probably a couple things we're gonna add to the mix. Awesome, thanks. Bethany? Yeah, for me personally, I, um, I'm really looking forward. I also have, in addition to Medita, I also have my own my own business and practice. So um, I'm brainstorming and really excited about a lot of the ideas for that of um, doing some online courses and perhaps like a membership community. Nice. Um, and then also for Medita, the physical publication is, I'm really excited about what we have coming up for the spring and then the next year. Um, um, again, that's a quarterly publication. So we had our fall and winter coming out and we're currently working on the spring. So, um, but that's been a really unique space for us to not only rewrite um, each of us, or all of us write, but then also the submissions we've been getting are very just poignant and relevant for the time that we are in. Um, so just continuing to use that as a platform to help bring people positivity, to help motivate them. 2020 has been a year that a lot of people have gone in and done a lot more self-reflection and self-discovery than ever before. So just yeah. to continue that and put that, what has been learned in 2020 into practice in 2021. 
Awesome. Thank you. Um, and so for me, you know, I think for me, um, it's, it's kind of, you know, moving into 2021 with that positive attitude. There's been, you know, a lot of the, this, this, this talk about this dark gray winter. And I hate that. I hate it with a passion. It frustrates me. It makes me angry that people want to exacerbate, um, you know, where we are and just make it worse. And then it's putting out a nasty negative energy. And so you can see, I'm just really mad that people just keep saying this because it's not, it's beautiful outside. We have to adapt. Things are going to change. We've all adapted. Let's hope that things can come back to, to a place that we're more used to. Um, but so that's for me, I want to bring the positivity. I want to be positive. I want to have fun. I have a course that, that you all, I think know about. It's called the Epic course. I don't have time to get into it, but you can go to my website, taste life nutrition, and it is health, wellness, mindset, um, brain health. It's all of the things. And it's a really great course. Um, real quick, one of the things, so I did write and I was writing, thinking about what 2021 should look like. And it's really sort of my favorite things that I've written. Cause I'm not a writer by far not a writer. But what I like about it is it says, begin to learn what your body needs, the types of foods that make you thrive, the movement that is the most inspiring to you, the stillness that best allows you to find your peace and brings you guidance, the people who bring you the most goodness and balance, and the activities that rejuvenate you and clear the clutter, and then get rid of all of the opposite. So um, that's what I want for, for myself and for everybody else for 20 21. And at that, I think that we are, uh, we need to be finished. Um, ladies, y'all are amazing. Thank you so much. I'm grateful. I'm sorry that we had to skip out last week. I had some issues last week. Um, but, uh, you can go to mudita.com. Yes. Is there any place else that anybody needs to go to besides mudita.com? Mudita Oh, sorry. <laughs> nope, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, and if you're if you're interested in classes, you can find um, our Moving with Mudita program as well as Mind Your Books for our book club. And if you um, want to submit some artwork or even instruct a course, please contact us at info at mudita.magazine.com and we're happy to connect. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, ladies. You're amazing. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Have a very Merry Christmas and amazing uh, beginning of 2021. And we'll see you, I guess, at the beginning of the year. I think. I think that's my next show. All right, everybody. Have a great one. Bye. Okay, it's off. This mouse is running so